What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. April 25th, 2023. NXT Spring Break-In. Spring Break-In 2. Electric Boogaloo. And here we are. The three of us. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Issa and Mr. Alfred Kanawa tonight for the Wrestling Inc. podcast, talking all the results and, more importantly, what can we read into them regarding the WWE draft starting Ah. this Friday on SmackDown and the call-ups to be had. Some surprises tonight. Mm -hmm. I think there were some wins that people were not predicting. Yeah, there were some of those. There were. Uh, So... Before we dive into the results, and Isa, I can tell you're so enthusiastic. You have so much positive stuff to say, so many essays and monologues to give regarding the results tonight of the show and the matches because you loved it so much. So hold those thoughts, Isa. I know you're just bursting at the seams <laughs> to express yourself. But first, let's uh, dive into the news, Alfred. Too much news. Let's start with Vince McMahon, who this is going to probably be a thing every single week after Raw, is what degree was Vince McMahon involved? He was involved a lot in Raw after Mania and got worse Raw trending. A lot of people uh, sending their backlash toward that. And then after that, it calmed down. But it looks like last night was a Vince Raw. A lot of huge changes being made, particularly with women Mm. being cut from the show. Maybe there was a match with Candice LeRae and Piper Niven that was cut. There was some backstage segments featuring women and Adam Pearce that were cut. Uh, some matches were cut for time, particularly Mustafa Ali versus Chad Gable. But it was being purported that the decision to have a new WWE World Heavyweight Championship was a Triple H call, not a Vince McMahon call, as some were speculating. I felt Raw was an okay show. It wasn't the greatest. It wasn't the worst. It was just kind of an in-the-middle show, but apparently it was very much influenced by Vince McMahon. What did you think about Raw last night, Isa? I, th- I thought it was a decent show. I mean, it was like a... Yeah, I mean, I was confused by it because it feels like a lot happened and it also felt like nothing happened. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. even with the announcement, there's so many unanswered questions still that until we make it through backlash and the draft, I don't know that we're going to get a clear answer on how we're going to crown this champion tournament. Like, how we're going to go about this? Is Roman going to carry two belts? Like, I have more questions than I have answers after that announcement. 
But I mean, seeing Bad Bunny come out swinging like it was the bottom of the ninth with the bases loaded <laughs> at the end of the show, that, that made it for me. So I don't care who got cut. I don't care about anything. I got that Puerto Rican and Puerto Rican violence at the end. That's all I need. <laughs> who you got in that match real quick, Issa? Have you no, made a decision? Absolutely, no, absolutely nobody. I mean, I'm Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you got? I, I hope you guys are ready to bail me out when I jump in there with, with a chancleta trying to get them to hug it out and be friends in the middle of the match. <laughs> you got to bring the the uh, the bag of the flip-flops and get every hand mess and everyone tosses them into the ring. Yeah. I um I I did order about twenty one rubber chickens that I might be uh, handing out for <laughs> Alfred's favorite Cody Rhodes. When Cody Rhodes beats Brock Lesnar, yes, the rubber <laughs> chickens have to come raining down. You know what? Screw that. In his entrance, I think they should come raining down. I think that's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought Raw was okay. The, you know, the announcement, they did do the big announcement. I am not a fan of this third belt that's being introduced. It actually reminds me of how AEW is handling their CM Punk problem, which we're about to get into, in mm. that they're creating this third TV show. They're diluting, diluting one of their shows, all to just accommodate somebody. I feel like WWE is adding this third belt, all to accommodate Roman Reigns, where they have now three belts. And it's like, this new belt is like the collision belt, where nobody asked for it, but they're doing it anyway. And then the United the Universal title is like the Dynamite title, which is there because it's a thousand days. It's a prestigious. Mm. And then the WWE Championship is actually being the Rampage belt, where I feel like that's being lost in the shuffle. So I don't really, I'm not really excited about this. They're going to sell a lot of belts. I don't think it's going to be around for all that long, you know, maybe mm. for a couple of years. But I'm not a fan of how they are now diluting the market with this world title. This is not what I had in mind in terms of this great story that Triple H said that WWE is going to tell. We're getting a real brand split again, which we haven't had since pre-pandemic. And even then, yeah. superstar shake-up, wild card. The original rule. brand split was good, 2016, was great. remember? Yeah, I, I that SmackDown freaking slapped. Yeah, 2016 to like 2018 was a very, very good time mm -hmm. for professional wrestling. Yeah. That was the Shane McMahon era, right, with Brian Danielson? Correct. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was a very good show. Before we had the invasion, we had Becky with the bloody nose. Uh, Heath Slater was great. Don't sleep on Heath Slater. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, I, you know, I started doing this podcast right around that brand split yeah. in 2016, and mm. product hasn't been as good since since then. Uh, it's actually gone downhill. So I think it's great that we're going to get a real, real brand split again. I will say for what it's worth, and I know there's a lot of mixed decisions, like mixed opinions out there. I like the design of the belt. I think it looks different. Oh, yeah. I feel like all of the belts that have been introducing all look the same. This one looks different. It's like a modern version of the big gold belt. A lot of people are like, but the logo, and it's like, yeah, they're a marketing company. Like, of course, the logo has to be in there, but they found a way yeah. to integrate it, it that it doesn't look like all of the other belts that we've seen introduced. The Women's Championship, the, the WWE Championship, Universal, all look the same. This one just looks different and for at least aesthetically the look of the belt i thought it was great for especially for cody's consolation price it looks beautiful yeah and you got to update it from the big gold belt they already sell those so if they have one right. with the logo it's a brand new belt that can sell much more well and i feel like okay so on one side you could say they're introducing this the brand split is going to happen but it, it feels like the the message here, reading between the lines, is Roman is not dropping his titles anytime soon. Not at the Why end of May, he? Night of Champions. Yeah, I mean, this is going to go on and on and on. Well, this is going to be done at the very least for a thousand days. 
Right. Yeah. It's going to go to Night of Champions. It's literally May 27th, like yeah, the night that he marks the thousand days. But I personally think at this point, it has to end at a major pay-per-view. In my yeah. opinion, the major pay-per-views now are what? Maybe SummerSlam, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble. That's it. So you're looking to minimum SummerSlam. <laughs> and if it's not there, yeah. uh, you might as well go all the way to the freaking WrestleMania. So, yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's just I, I did like and I don't know how you felt about that, Alfred, but I did like Rollins came out and he's so damn good at his job that he not only made you invested in this new belt, he made you invested into that match with him and Omas. Like the promo that he cut mm. was absolutely great. But I do want somebody to come out and say, no, I don't want this belt. I want to be the one that you know what I mean? People should still be after this instead of everybody salivating over this new belt. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, we'll yeah, see. Part of me thought that uh, maybe they're going to put that belt on Omas, seeing how much Rollins wants it, and now he's feuding with Omas. Just a uh, part of me thought that they might. Ah, uh, you're not the only one. There were some people in my <laughs> chat yesterday saying it. <laughs> Vince loves the guy. I mean, I think that's what's exciting about it, though. It could be. I mean, Cody is the obvious choice. Is it for this? He, yeah. The thing is, though, Cody looked at that belt the way Nick Lachey looks at Vanessa. He was just like he did not give a shit about that belt. He because was that's just... not the that's not the story. <laughs> That's yeah, not it's the not story. the story they're telling. And I don't He's think not here to Rhodes win a new it. belt. Right, yeah. correct. I I mean, I like to watch the world burn. So give it to Brock Lesnar. We have two part-time champions again. I think if you gave it to Roman Reigns, the world would burn. Because the, the basic oh, I would love gist it, of this though. belt is because Roman Reigns isn't here to defend his title. So they're creating another one. Can we, <laughs> give, a give, Roman Can we give a shout out to the USA Network? Because I posted a meme on my Twitter today. And it's like it's like a meme of Roman winning all of these new belts that Triple H makes, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can't wait for the Roman. Can't, we can't beat Roman title. But Roman wins it because they can't beat him, right? And the USA <laughs> Network, the actual Twitter account responder, they're like, listen, we're excited for the bell, but this is pretty funny. Shout out to the USA Network for having a Roman Reigns sense of humor with me because not everybody else does. <laughs> yeah, they've had a couple of interactions with you about Roman Reigns. They, oh, they, they follow me and everything. They, they're they're yeah. my besties now. Oh, well, they're keeping uh, tabs, just... trying to assess the, the, the threat level. Um <laughs> But what else is going on, Alfred? Well, the CM Punk threat level is at orange now that we bring that up. <laughs> Mr. Phil Brooks was at Raw last night. No, you did not hear that wrong. I repeat, Phil Brooks, CM Punk, openly attended backstage at Raw. There are more details available. CM Punk was just out in plain sight. Apparently, he was on a flight from Florida back to Chicago where he met up with some colleagues. It said that he cleared the air with The Miz. He was around for about 20 minutes before being asked to leave by security, courtesy of Vince McMahon. And there's videos of him just hanging around in the parking lot with Tamina. I don't know how many mixtapes he sold out of his trunk for that one. But CM Punk was around WWE just uh, days after it's now being reported that he's on his way back. It's expected June 17th, potentially, for the AEW Collision Show. None of that has been announced, but it is heavily mm. expected that CM Punk is on his way back to AEW. But this is the latest controversy of CM Punk making waves. This is not a mistake. He knows what he's doing, and he's in the headlines. A lot of people in AEW now think that he potentially wants to go back to WWE. People in WWE were surprised, reportedly. And only CM Punk seems to know what the, the end game is for all of this, but he is getting himself in the news. Issa, what do you make of all this? Uh, I have a couple of theories. Theory number one is he got lost on his way to Mindy's Bakery, which, ah. by the way, is close on Mondays. So, you know, I don't I don't know why he was on to. I, it could be a publicity stunt. We're all talking about CM Punk coming back. We're all talking about this brand new show. Why not add more, you know, Wood to the fire. I think it's a publicity stunt. If he, if I don't, I just don't see him trying to like 
make up with everybody. Like, yeah, making amends for what? To screw it up in about two weeks when he comes back at AEW talk shit about the Miz. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I think, I think, I think it's a publicity stunt. Well played. Well, stay tuned. Uh, he'll probably uh, attend some improv shows over the weekend. <laughs> Let's go. You know, just do the full on apology tour. Uh, no, I think uh, it's probably something that he knew if people found out he knew it was going to cause a stir but at the time i'm sure it was like screw it let's do it let's uh you know because if you're already on the plane i don't know seems at that point kismet right some fun happenstance i think he just went with it but yeah that parking lot video is so cringe it was weird it's uh, i hope he's okay sam punk you can't even tell yeah i mean it, it looked like cm punk definitely looked like phil brooks somebody whoever was filming had a close enough vantage point and it's it just weird i hope he's okay i think lost in all this that there could be a mental health aspect to what's going on here but i hope he's okay and he's just crazy like a fox listen i've spent a lot of time criticizing mr cm punk on pro wrestling bits and saying how i don't think aew should bring him back and i don't i really don't think i do think he is a lot uh, cousin phil he's a cousin of our channel he's a member of our family we have to give him tough love but i will say i'm done burying CM Punk in this whole situation. CM Punk is just being a carny pro wrestler. He's just getting his name in the headlines. And AEW has condoned his behavior dating back to September. There's been no public statements. There's been no sit-down meeting that they haven't had yet. And if they're going to allow him to behave like this, who the hell am I to get mad at CM Punk? Which I was never mad at CM Punk. The issue is that AEW seems to not know that he's not good for them. This is an ex <sighs> who's getting in a fight with you, showing up at his ex's house, and you're keeping him. That's simp behavior from Tony Khan. But it's being established that authority figures are backstage in AEW are pretty much non-existent. Nope. You know, based on comments from not just the CM Punk situation, but even Moxley, like saying all the places that he's wrestling, he's never seen this kind of drama like backstage. So it's just like of the I, at this point, I do feel they feel like they can get away with everything. Like nobody said anything to Ricky Starks, and I'm not saying I'm not trying to start drama or conversation here. But Ricky Starks was seen backstage. Do you think anybody said anything to him? Or anything like that. No, you know what I mean? It's just like they don't they they think they can do whatever they want. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah but in CM Punk's case, it, it kind of seems like a slap in the face to Tony Khan because you know this is an embarrassment to Tony Khan. I know there's been those theories that oh, maybe this is an Eric Bischoff, Brian Pillman type thing where Tony Khan sent him. No, and, and if that's the case, Tony Khan. It's a worse leader than I even thought because you know that this is going to send shockwaves throughout the AEW locker room. There were reports of people being in disbelief. CM Punk is already on thin ice before even stepping in this locker room. And things like this, which is an obvious publicity stunt, Elisa, I completely agree that this is what this is. Things like this are not going to help his case with the AEW locker room, which already has to be split in half to accommodate his return. Yeah. Crazy, man. Uh, that, that's wild. Um, one last story. Speaking of crazy... It would be crazy <laughs> if AEW sold out Wembley Stadium. And Ooh, briefly, Ticketmaster posted some screenshots of what this venue is going to look like. And it's looking like AEW is going full bore. I've been trying to tell anybody willing to listen to me. They want to sell out this entire stadium of 90,000. Yes, 40,000, 50,000, even 60,000 would be the biggest show of all time. It could be considered a success. Tony Khan and company did not book this stadium to sell it out halfway. This is not half in. This is all in. And it looks like the Ticketmaster account did post... 90,000 seats available to be sold Damn. in Wembley Stadium. Nothing roped off. Now, this is not official. This was deleted uh, very shortly after it was posted. It did also show that uh, the ticket prices would range from 30 pounds to 1,500 pounds. Not sure what the exchange rate is right now, but that Two to does one, sound roughly. 
Yeah, that does sound on the lower end, like $60, right, for a ticket. That right. does sound like on the lower end, which suggests that they're more interested in selling tickets and filling out that building than they are. Oh, actually, it's gone down. Money. It's like one, one, so it's like 37 bucks, 37.25. Okay, and that's board. even lower. That, these are, these yeah. tickets are going to be on the low end, it looks like. They are intent, it looks like, at selling out the show. I mean, it would be difficult if they did that. Uh, I could see them doing 60,000 or whatnot. But Isol, what say you? Do you think that they have a chance to sell 90,000 tickets? Yeah, I think they do. It's their first show over there. We know that fan base is, you know, while I, uh, the thing that bothered me is like, I also saw a fake map going around last week where they have like half of the stadium blacked out and it's just like, just stop. Like at this point, I, this is what we do for a living. I want all wrestling to be successful. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what they're going to sell, but seeing people just wish for the downfall of this event before we mm. even know anything about it, it's just for me, it's a big turnoff. It's just like, who, whether you like them or not, who cares what they're doing over there, right? Let's say you're a WWE diehard. Guess what? WWE is killing it right now. Look at their financial reports. Look at everything that they're posting out there. So, AW selling 90,000 in Wembley means nothing to WWE right now. They sold 100 how many thousand for WrestleMania? Like, relax. Let everybody be and, like, go touch some grass. Like, get laid. It feels good sometimes. So, like, do something else, you know? If you do it right. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, there's better things to do than to wish for the downfall of an event that, that it has not, you're not even, are you going to the UK? You're not. So, relax, people. You're Crazy. Welcome. Life Great of life. service announcement. Absolutely. Yeah. People need to relax. Go outside. Yeah, Glenn is like, I have nothing to say after that. <laughs> I mean, he did steal the idea from Cody Rhodes, which is uh, one of the many reasons that I, I would be enthused if all in succeeded. And to quote Booker T, who told me to my face in an interview that I will post uh, this week, when AEW does well, the whole wrestling business does well. So, you know, despite what the, the, the rumors are, I very much support AEW. I covered the product. I read about them all the time on Forbes. And this would be very exciting that whether or not they sell out Wembley, this is going to be a good pay-per-view. I think they're going to do a lot to try to sell out Wembley, which is only going to make it a better show whether or not they do. Yeah. We shall see. Anything else? Anything else going on in the world of Nope, wrestling? that is your news. Okay, cool. All right, let's talk about the Grace of Waller and Carmelo Hayes shows and everybody else just showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I had popcorn. Yeah, you're making right. a face over there. Glenn. I know, I'm just like, yeah, I'm feeling this kernel <laughs> in here. You're going to need floss for that. Those popcorn can take forever to get So I'm like putting my hand in my mouth on camera, which is like super attractive, <laughs> I know. Um... So we open with Pretty Deadly versus Tony D'Angelo and Stax Lorenzo in a trunk match. Uh, they said Stax got the car from his uncle Henry Hill that is the real-life mobster uh, Love it. that wrote Goodfellas. Yep. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. This match was all over the place. I, I loved it. The only thing that I wish we would have done differently is that the car was in the parking lot. I would have loved to see it go all the way out to the parking lot and for them to like put him in the trunk in the parking lot. I also loved how this kept going throughout the night. It didn't just play to the yeah. beginning. What was with the uh with the ball pit? <laughs> yeah, that was weird. And the surfboard. Like it, it got very weird. Like at least they should have used some car tools or something. But I had a blast watching this and great win for the D'Angelo family. Thought this yeah. was a lot of fun. Is this how they write off pretty deadly that they're going to suggest yeah. that they're sleeping with the fishes and then they show right up? Right off. They killed them. They <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. In the NXT universe, pretty deadly is dead. Yeah. That can, we ending... have a, can we have five seconds of silence? 
Yes, boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, this was crazy. So the match was really good. Uh, the car was backstage. They got them into the trunk of the car, both of them shut it. And then throughout the night, we saw them driving and it was like, okay, that's kind of fun. But then at the end, they're at the docks and they're panning out over the water. Like, well, we took care of those guys. That was pretty easy, huh? Let's go celebrate. I mean, they straight up, straight up murder. Yeah. The the midway show, that's when I was like, where are we going with this? When they show them midway through the show, like driving around and celebrating, and like you hear them knocking yeah. on, the, on the trunk, right? And like Tony pulls over, he's like, go check it out. I was like, oh God, they're going to get out and then we're going to have like some kind of crazy fight. But that's not what happened. Like that was murder part one. <laughs> like beat yeah. them up with the trunk right then and there. I, I really enjoy how it played out. I do wish we would have gotten to the ending before the actual end of the show because the show ended so awkwardly it went on longer than normal and then we weren't even done yet so that part was weird but i don't think that's their fault this we'll talk about the main event later but it just felt like but they killed pretty deadly dead dead but it is awesome that they are bringing uh the tony d'angelo gimmick back to these mobster theatrics and um i think they're gonna win the tag titles i mean i think they they should they're there. I think they're they're ready to do it. Gallus is great wrestlers, but I can't tell you what their characters are. They like to fight and drink. And play Alfred. Pool. Yes, and play pool. Alfred, have you have you ever heard of a tag team that had the gimmick before that they're just tough guys that like doing tough guy things? I don't know. That is so rare. It's a very unique gimmick in the history of pro wrestling. Never heard of a gimmick like that. Not APA, not anybody. No, no. <laughs> Uh, but love this opening match, and I love that this is the ascension of Tony D and Sachs. First stop, the Tag Team Championships. Next stop, the NXT Championship. Third stop, the World. Yes, yeah. World Domination. I was hoping you would say that. This is the best episode of Ride Along ever. <laughs> you know what? Uh, it was announced, I think, was it today, that Carpool Karaoke is over. So why not have the D'Angelo's, like, putting people in the trunk, <laughs> take over for it, you know? <laughs> yes. Singing ding dong, the witch is dead. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is a good side, but pretty deadly. I, I mean, I think uh, they will be on whatever, whatever, I mean, whatever brand Maximum Male Models is drafted to, pretty deadly will be on the other brand. Yes, correct. Yeah. Uh, the Tornado Anthony Y, Buck 99, Super Chat saying Waller drafted yeah. the Raw or SmackDown. Roman sucks. Wow. Let's go, Anthony. Who are you? Don't mess with that Tornado now. Once again. People Waller will be on whatever brand Austin Theory is not on. Oof. Yeah, Waller's coming. They're going to give him a push, too. Yeah. Um, it is weird. When they do a true brand split, and I think this is a Vince thing, not a Triple H thing, they do like to essentially have identical or close enough gimmicks on separate brands. It's very, like, Marvel DC. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Like, the analog characters. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll see. But no, I love this match to open the show tonight. And we went from that to uh, Braun Breaker versus Andre Chase. <laughs> and heel Braun is not effing around. Yeah, this man's uh, killing everything. Duke Hudson sent the class, gave the class the day off. So Andre had no backup. And Braun just like destroyed him for about three minutes. And the match was over. This is exactly what I expected this match would be. In fact, I'm surprised Andre Chase got as much offense as he did in that three minutes. But, I mean, Braun Breaker is just a killer. He's just going to kill everybody. And this wasn't the last we saw of him. And I thought what he did later was awesome. Yes. Badder than evil now. Because then yeah. how do you know he's bad? He's wearing black 
black uh, black singlet. He's doing the Steiner recliner too. He's got to wear the bleached beard. Come on, what is he waiting for? Yeah, uh, this was this was brutal. But did you guys see what Andre Chase tweeted afterwards? He he felt like a goodbye. Um, yeah. He went on Twitter and kind of sent like a little bit of a farewell, which obviously we're all going to speculate until next week what's going on, who's getting drafted. But I mean, the, the only person that should have been tweeting farewells from heaven was Carmelo Hayes after that spear. But we'll get into that later. <laughs> the problem with Chase U is how do they? Well, again, they'll be on whatever brand Alpha Academy is not on, but you have to do, you have to call up a group with that. I think Chase U, you can't just have yes. Andre Chase show up and be like, yeah. I'm starting a new. University with existing main roster superstars. Shanky, have you ever thought about going to chase you? I really hope. Like, I, I feel better about this because it's not like going. I mean, Vince is in charge, but this is Triple H's show. So triple there'll be a more seamless transition because if this was Vince, he wouldn't get it and he would just be a joke character. And it's a comedy character. I just hope they don't write him off as a joke because this could really get over. We've seen it get over big time in NXT. Mm-hmm. And if he just has a little student section there, people will follow along. Yeah. Calvin, $2 super chat saying the Obafemi agenda began. Oh, yeah. West Africa in the household. We'll get into that. I think he's going to be great. He was a little green tonight, but I think he'll, I think Oba's going to be great. A little? (laughs) We'll get into it. Jesus. (laughs) Dijak and Dragunov were brawling backstage. (laughs) I love this. You guys notice how when he put the garage door down on um, Dragunov, one of the umpire, like the referee, sorry, started counting to five to like break the hold. I'm like, what are you doing? Like he's trying to murder this man. There's no wrestling rules here. Like save him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is a very random. Dragunov is starting to develop a rep as like the like giant killer, the guy who just goes after the big guys. Which I mean, that's a cool little niche to have, but he got his ass kicked here. Yeah, they need to capitalize more on the fact that he beat Gunther. Like they don't talk about it enough. And, yeah, and in the position that Gunther is, unless he's going to the main roster and they don't want to remind us because you know they like flash them in black little light on you when they come to the main roster and you can't remember any of their accomplishments. But if he's gonna stay in NXT, we need to be talking about how he beat Gunther, especially where Gunther is today. That's that's a lot of street cred for Dragunov. Was Gunther Gunther in NXT? Was he or was he still Walter? Because they could just he call him Gun- Walter. <laughs> He was Gunther when he okay. beat him. It was like, remember, it was literally when he introduced it and we all hated it. And here we are saying it like we're used to it. Yeah. Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. So we had Cora Jade versus Lyra Valkyra. Yeah. We're getting a win. Yeah. I mean, Issa, what did you think of this match? I, I actually thought it was fun. Um, I, I'm not very familiar with Lyra, like, outside of what she's done in NXT. I was paying a lot of attention to Cora Jade here. She was Monday Night Raw last night. She wrestled on main event. She was posting a couple of pictures with Bailey. I... I don't know if she's going to the main roster or not, but this was a fun show. Okay, so just that I don't I don't know that it felt necessary on tonight's card. There was a couple of people like we saw Wesley at the end. I'm like, oh yeah, why wasn't he on this? We didn't have tag teams defended. This match just didn't feel like it needed to be there. Um, but yeah, her tights were awesome with the barbed wire for whatever that's worth. Yeah, I like heel core, and it's look. It sounded like she's being pegged to be called up, which I think would kind of be a mistake. She should probably be in NXT for longer. She kind of got cheated out of time for being away for long. But mm. I like heel core. I think this match is good for what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am more convinced than ever. The big, I, I think Tiffany Stratton 
could be called up sooner rather than later. And with Vince back having his fingers in the booking and uh, doing things like cutting all the women's segments, I think Tiffany Stratton is one of the few talents that will capture his imagination or lack thereof. She's exactly what he's looking for. Yes. He will accidentally call her Charlotte at least once a week. <laughs> uh, but I just worry about it, man. I worry about any other call-up I don't think is going to get booked given that the majority of the women's roster is not getting TV time right now. In the main I roster. think the majority of the women's roster is not getting TV time because these rosters are so uneven and weird. And I think that a draft is really what mm. both of these rosters need right now. We do not need a title swap segment. We do not need that. But I yeah. think picking a few people from NXT, I, I will tell you, I don't think Cora or Tiffany are some of the names that I will bring up right now. Very mm. shocked that, and we'll get into a main event later. I'm very shocked that Indy retained. I thought Indy was yeah. losing and oh, going right yeah. up. So, um, but I do think that they could use um, some women and kind of even out these divisions and give us some fresh feels because everybody has been fighting the same people for way too long at this point. Uh, the Tornado, Buck 99, saying I want to see Gunther chop the hell out of Roman. I mean... Oh, damn. You're going to just sit there and take that, Issa? I mean, Roman has to show up for that to happen so he can sit there and wait. <laughs> Roman is enjoying his time off. Please. Thank you. Gunther will come find him. Uh, Cora beat Lyra. Um, this was an mm -hmm. okay match. Yeah, it was fine. It was there. But let's talk about Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams versus Grayson Waller. Yeah. And let's talk about Grayson throwing that chair in the ring and Carmelo just catching it. That was awesome. So that was the second best to what was the time Undertaker threw the chair in the ring and it unfolded perfectly. Yeah. That was bad. American Badass Undertaker, right? Yeah. This was the second best chair spot in WWE history. Just the way he caught that was very so specific category, weird. but I think you're right. Yes. I don't know. I I I I was thinking I, my brain didn't go there, Glenn, but you are absolutely right. It was so smooth the way that it happened. We just saw Monday Night Raw end with a disqualification last night. Damian Priest threw the shit out of that share at Rey Mysterio. And I was like, yeah. man, shares are the MVPs of, yeah. of WWE this week. Both matches having a crazy share spot. Yeah, but this chair toss was uh something else. But um Grayson appeared like his ribs got pretty banged up. Everybody got banged up in this show tonight. Yes. Literally uh, everybody. Yeah. Carmelo retained, but Alfred, if this was Grayson Waller's last NXT match, how do you think he did? I think he did fine. I think it's a weird send-off if this is the last he did. I very much enjoyed this match. I don't think it was like his best work. I don't think it was Carmelo's best match, but I thought it was a good match that looking back on this card should have been the main event. I thought it was mm -hmm. easily the best match on this show. Um, but th this is good. This is really good. And I think that Grayson Waller, if and probably when he gets called up, is going to be a big deal. Maybe not right away. He's going to slowly get a push, but this guy is going to connect. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 
96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. Dreamer, I'm saying his knee. I mean, yeah, it looked like... Uh... Yeah, he looked hurt. He did not look right for parts of that match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Badisa. Will you? Do you hope Grayson gets to live stream to Instagram on the main roster? I do. I do. I think the Grayson Waller effect on the main roster. I think he will get more people tuning in. I think we could even go crazy with with main roster push behind that if they keep it right. You never know yeah. what what they're gonna make them drop. I I really like this match. Um, I I do think that Grayson needs to come up. It's too many L's in NXT at this point. I don't see him like staying. But I thought they had great chemistry. I thought that Grayson Waller showed a lot of really good awareness. Like he was prepared for Melo. He he was prepared for Trick Williams. Like he was he was doing a lot of very smart things here. But yeah, I thought this should have been the main event. After we saw this amazing match between them, and then you see what happens after we'll get into the, the afterwards. I just thought this sucked, even for me, it sucked the energy out. And then like I was kind of hyped for the main event, but then with the injuries that went down in the weird match, it, it was just like they should have ended. I think the show ending with that spear to Carmelo Hayes would have just like we would have been having a different conversation right now. I like that the women main evented. I think given what happened with raw last night and all the women segments being cut, I think this was a good like mission statement, defining move by NXT. However, when they introduced the competitors in the main event tonight, it was just kind of like, this match had no heat. Yeah. Like if Gigi had been in that match, if Wendy Chu had been in that match, like, the audience did not seem particularly in the corner of any of the three women competing in the main event site, which is very unfortunate given the position it was in. Yeah, and then we saw an injury where everybody was paying more attention to make sure that Indy was okay, that at the match, it was dead, the quiet, the, yeah. the quietness was ridiculous. And I hate saying that given how much I love NXT's women's division, but yeah. something about the way they built this and the spot they put it in tonight did not do it any favors. Look, I am obviously. A girl, I'm always pro women's wrestling. I want them to do better. But at this point, I want the women to be put in the main event because they earn their way there. The field has the heat behind yeah. it because it yeah. has become, it's normal now at this point. Women are main eventing pay-per-views. They're main eventing shows. So I don't need it to be put there as a statement anymore. I want them to get there because they I earn agree. their way there. And I don't know that this, like I was, I think every, and I do watch alongs and, and everybody in my chat was shocked when they announced Grayson Waller and Carmelo Hayes up next. We were all like, well, what's main eventing? Like even that question when came up and I was like, oh yeah, the women's match. But it didn't feel 
feel like that had the same heat. And we did them go home last week, yeah. ended with the segment between Melo and, and Carmelo Hayes. So you would think yeah. that would main event. I, again, I know I said it three times now, that Spear should have ended the show. Even even with Pretty Deadly dying, they could have done that before mm. the main event went on air oh. and end with that visual. It would have been awesome. I think that on paper, it seemed like just something was has been disconnected and missing, right? Like they've built up so many other women's feuds in this division, but there's there wasn't really a three-way feud between Indy, Tiffany, and Roxanne. And with Tiffany, since she's been back, she's been a force to be reckoned with. She's been like, perhaps the most dominant personality, certainly on the heel side in all of NXT, but there was just no storyline. There was no heat going into this. You know, it was about Indy's going to be a fighting champ and prove that she deserves to remain champ. And that's good, yeah. but that's the Indy only story. Also, but yeah. Indy was on a massive losing streak before Correct. she won this championship. Correct. And it seemed like she was on her way out. So I just think this was a, um, like a perfect it's... storm of unfortunate, uh, scenarios that went it's into this funny story. that you're bringing that up because we did see three separate video packages for all the women mm -hmm. or introductions right where they're like talking their piece and indy goes on to say oh like people say that i'm the champion because i had help but i've been here and they go into the video package and i'm like i get that she is the longest she's yeah. the experienced one out of the three of them but you weren't a losing streak there is no story you had help and that's yeah. how you won yeah. you didn't even have a field going into that ladder match like I am very happy that she won. And it's a deserve, yes. But I feel like putting the title on her also put you in a weird spot where it's just yeah. like, what do we do with it now? Because she didn't have a lot of story going to... She went from losing 10 matches to becoming champion. And it, it, it kind of it handcuffed the story a little bit. And by the way, given what happened tonight with that injury, not out of the question that she could... They could end up having her drop the title and doing a tournament for Battleground. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, it would kind of go against what it looks like is inevitable and in that they just keep building her up as a beatable champion. So I think yeah. every match, and I could just tell by the way we're talking about this match, every match seems like we're waiting for her to lose. And everybody But she got the to win tonight, though. She has yeah. her, she's, she's certified. Right, like, but instead of losing, so it looks like now she's one way or another, she's just going to drop the I title. Know. I mean, I just don't know how they get out of this, right? Yeah. So Tiffany goes against her one-on-one -on -one and beats her. And then Roxanne chases. That's a pretty good story if they do it right, but needs a bit of a reset. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like it's 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 unfortunate because the the title scene feels the least defined of all the women's storylines right now. Yeah. So let's talk about what happened after Carmelo versus Grayson. And uh, Carmelo just called out Braun. If you thought Braun's getting called up, no, he wants Braun at Battleground. Braun attacked. Braun drove him through a wall. Hope he's okay. Uh, you know, that we didn't hear anything really after that. Um, yeah, did it stretch so your job? It was an incredible spear. Yeah. Braun is so explosive, and I love him as a killer heel. Yeah. I really like Braun here, and that is that might be the first time. We've been doing this how long? <laughs> I think yeah. that might be the first time that that sentence comes out of my mouth, but I really like Braun here. That spear hit from out of nowhere. It was just perfectly executed my favorite thing is that there was a little girl sitting there you can see the little girl's reaction like it was just literally perfect good visual good i should have finished like this man he had a great spear on trick too yeah, yeah. he did why was trick in his uh bathing suit 
Because it's spring breaking. He's, oh, he's just by the way. The theme. That opening <laughs> video tonight was so much fun with all of them yeah. hanging out in the park, barbecuing, playing games, and then bringing up like that was a good win. Perhaps it will be. Will we see a better win tonight in the main event? Like it was so. That, it that was, was cute. very. It fun. was cute. It was cute. Oh, I love this roster. I love this show. This is still my favorite wrestling show week in and week out just because it's like it's not afraid to be hokey when it yeah. needs to be. Agreed. Uh, I think people sleep sleep on NXT, especially since they put the 2.0, you know, uh, name behind it. And it is a developing brand, but a lot of these people had developed and they had gone on to become some of my favorites. And I know I sound like a mom reminiscent, but I'm like thinking of some of the names that I was like, yeah, I'm not, I don't know if I feel this person to like the way that I feel about them now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's kind of like amazing to see them grow as a character in Absolutely. front of your eyes and win you over. And there are storylines, you know, even, even Ron Smack, this isn't just an AEW problem. Like wrestling lacks real stories and Correct. this stuff with Keanu James and Fallon and Brooks and, done uh this storyline is stupid and it's gone on way too long but you know what i was satisfied tonight with how this worked out with uh um but she never loved him Glenn. i know that was the reveal that was the reveal <laughs> was that kind Keanu of james kind of weird well, the, well lies were in her ludus uh, ludicrously uh capacious bag lies and broken hearts that's a succession reference, Issa, if you ever get around to watching the show. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, so the storyline is maybe over. Yeah, it got it. It's over in more ways than one because it did get a reaction tonight when she said she never loved him. People gasped and they booed. And then he just kind of immediately went back to um, done. To, you Pretty know. sure my dog turned my TV on. <laughs> is he watching succession? I don't know why he's watching, but I don't know if he stepped on the remote on the bed or something, but I hear my TV. It's weird. Sorry. So uh, Briggs and Fallon technically won this match, but yeah. Brooks Jensen's uh, traditional ring gear. No more jeans or anything. I wonder if he's going to keep that or if he's going to revert back to his cowboy gear because he's now going to go back to Brooks. Hey, at least he got a better haircut out of this this journey. Yeah. You know? We're going to bring in Sebastian next, right? That's what's going to happen here. They haven't mentioned him in weeks. I think they. I don't think they ever had a plan for Sebastian, which is unfortunate because I've been dying to know who that is. Yeah. I have a feeling we we might still find out after the mm. way this ended tonight. That's good. Calvin, yeah, five, show up with him. That's true. Calvin, five dollar super chat saying getting a posse together to hunt down the miscreant who jumped Sol Ruka. Yeah, that's Sol Ruka in the PC park. Yeah, that parking lot, man. Sol she should have known attacked. better. She should have known better. Yeah. Come on, sister Sol, you're better than that. Uh, Lord Clayton, two dollars. Melo don't miss. Uh, he looked he great not. tonight. He yeah, he's awesome. Miss. Great pu- purple and gold too. And the tornado saying Logan Paul's better in the ring than Roman. Wow. I mean, he's good, but I don't know if he's that good. Imagine being so wrong that you have to spend money to put your statement out. Like <laughs> he's spending that money, Anthony. <laughs> anyway, Lord Clayton saying give some love to Brooks. He's heartbroken. He's very sad. They didn't really milk that hug it out moment. I felt like they could have done more because they almost like immediately hugged after all they've been through afterwards. But it's fine. I guess they're going to be attacked him again. And he's going to get with Fallon Henley. Yeah. Um, so she never loved him. He began to cry. Very sad. Were you uh, sad, though? No. 
Okay, I thought so. This this storyline had a chance, and I think it saved it at the end. But I feel like it got away from them. Yeah, yeah it did. Pardon me. Soul was attacked in a in a glass room behind glass tonight by an unseen assailant on the NXT anonymous. NXT anonymous still a thing. I need to know who this group is. Yeah. Um, Obafemi took on Oro Mensa. Who? Obafemi, baby, the Obafemi agenda, the shot putter. Listen, I know he was green. It was not the greatest technical wrestling. This is the first match. Like, you got to give the guys some slack. But he did have something in terms of connecting with this crowd. Being, like, a really big guy with charisma, which gets you more than half the battle in WWE. And I think this guy's a super athlete. He's going to learn the trade. He had a couple of kind of scary spots. You know, he was in the wrong place a couple of times. But other than that, show was cursed. This show was cursed with botches yeah. and people getting hurt and weird stuff happening. You don't think this match went on a little too long for the for way the too long that they're trying to sell us? Like this guy comes out, he's big, he might be a little green. That was not a squash match. I'm sorry, I thought it went on for way too long. I thought I I would have had a diff- I would be having a different conversation with you if it would have been a true squash match, which mm. is what should have been for his first time out yeah. there. You exposed him a little too long, and that. You know, that's okay. I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. Like you said, first time curse show. But this should have been like one, two, three, you're done. Like this guy's huge and you're letting he or I even got a freaking pin in there, like a penitent and everything. I was like, yeah, too long for me. Yeah. Near fault. Calvin super chat saying it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious that the touch of a woman made Brooks change so much. Okay, Calvin, wait a second. Have you ever dated before? Like Alfred, back me up on this. Like, yeah, a touch of the woman will change you, Kelvin. Kelvin knows better than anybody. Okay, let, let me let me break down some truths here. My brother, one of my brothers, is a boyfriend chameleon. The like as as seen on the TV show The League. Yes. Uh, my brother dated a woman who was into like outdoor activities, and he bought he bought a kayak. Uh, he dated a woman that was into panning for gold. He bought like a gold panning kit. Uh, you know, he dated a woman that was into like firearms and uh, like husky oh. dogs, and that's and yeah, like when, when he dated no, the he, firearms, girl. he started going to the shooting range and okay. so like he bought a gun, like, like, don't don't doubt what people will do for a relationship, you know. The boyfriend chameleon effect is very real, <laughs> it happens. The, the worst thing I ever did, um, I would get the like, you know, I, I think uh, I, I probably listened to some bands or music that I wasn't as into because I was dating someone that was really into that. Like I know a lot about Tori Amos because I dated a girl who was really into Tori Amos. I hate when people start trying to be into what I'm into if they're interested. It's like, no, I want you to be different. If I wanted to date myself, I would sit at home with my mirror and other things. Like (laughs) I don't want to date myself. So please don't be into what I'm into. Be different. Like introduce me to new things. Like it's it's a turn off for me, honestly. You wouldn't want to go to a Bad Bunny concert with a guy who likes Bad Bunny? No. Hmm. <laughs> no, I think difference is good. But so I think the fact that he got a haircut and cleaned up, like now hear me out. Good. If it happens by chance, right? If we meet and you like Bad Bunny and I like Bad Bunny, that's different, right? Okay. But when you pretend you start liking Bad Bunny or you say like, oh, I'll go to a Bad Bunny concert, when I know that's not what you listen to at all, yeah, you go, you're gonna lose me. It's like, no, you don't have to go like like give me the tickets, but you don't have to go with me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's weird, but you know, I think, uh, and part of it, I think, is kind of a growing up thing. I think when you're younger, sometimes you want to conform because you just you want the person that you like to right. like you. Yeah. So you, it makes perfect sense for his character. Yeah. You know. 
It does. Um, especially as a virgin. Especially as somebody who's never even hit it. He's, he's trying to get some by any means possible. Did we confirm that he lost her virginity to Kiana, or that was not confirmed? I mean, she kissed him in the ring. I mean, okay. she never loved him. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We're not going to keep going down this route, because this is going to get really personal and really weird really quick. Um, so... Uh, Gigi Dolan took Vic Joseph's mic, addressed Jesse Jane. She is going to face her next week, and her brother's going to be there. Her little brother's going to eat fast kick, bro. Yeah, like, weren't we saying this last week? Yeah. That uh, the family is going to get involved. They're doing it immediately. This Gigi promo is weird because it wasn't mic to the crowd, so she just talked, and then after, everybody was just quiet. Nobody knew what she had said. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta wonder how this is. Uh, okay, uh, now I was just thinking of this. Like, it probably it might be a real, but but like, is her mom still with us? Like, these promos are really, really weird to cut these promos. Yeah, and have to go to your family and be like, "This is just kayfabe." Like, I mean, sorry that see, I'm telling the world you're like a neglectful alcoholic. Don't worry. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. So the championship match tonight, uh, the main event for the women's championship, Indy Hartwell defending against Roxanne Perez and Tiffany Stratton. And I was hyped for this. And then when they started introducing each of the women, like Tiffany didn't get a pop. Or she got like a mid pop. Roxanne got a mid pop. And they all got the exact same half volume applause tonight. Yeah. Polite applause. Killer team is saying, "How old is Gigi's brother, though?" Because I could see him getting with JC. Uh, yeah, because okay, I think JC's going to win that match. That might be the way they go. Is that Gigi's brother turns on her? What if Gigi's brother Sebastian? No, I'm just... Ooh. <laughs> a little forty chess. Enough, Glenn. That's a reach. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Lord Clayton saying like nobody knew who to root for tonight. This main yeah. event, um. All the women got their spots in. I think that some stuff could have been a little smoother, but I just want to call attention to that injury when Tiffany did the dive outside the ring, backflip, and Indy, like, you watch that video, like, she fucked up her ankle. Yeah, it crumbled. Yeah, that was not good. Not good at all. Um, Roxanne had a scary spot, too. She landed right, like, almost on her neck doing that hurricane rata. Yeah, and Tiffany hit her head on the table when Roxanne yeah. dove into her. I'm sorry. Yeah. This was messy. It was a messy Very. match. It was sloppy. I hated it. Yeah, and I hate saying that. I hate saying Me anything too. negative about NXT's women's division. Because Me too, and I think these so women are very talented but we we gotta call it like it is this this was a very sloppy match it was hard to watch i thought everybody was injured at one point in this match which is weird because the latter match at santa deliver was phenomenal yeah yeah you can't always have a, a great day sometimes things just don't work out there's like three ways are harder to have than just like a normal one-on-one and there's maybe communication issues I'm just going to have to hang there. I'm just going to have to hang there for another second. Uh, <laughs> Kelvin, $2, saying Gigi's little brother is new Dominic. Hey, we'll see. He wish, huh? Are, do you think three ways are harder, know. or what do you think? Uh, what do you think is harder? <laughs> what is happening? You made him go. Uh, um... <laughs> He's the one who let it hang there. This is not going to be the pegging conversation all over again. <laughs> what about a three-way on a ladder? <laughs> oh, you freak. 
Anyways, I, I, I just didn't like this match. I didn't. It wasn't uh, good. No, it wasn't a good match. It wasn't a safe match. I was scared. Yeah, I can't help but to refresh and see who came out injured out of it. Yeah. And um, it just like to me, if I'm basing call ups on this match alone, I didn't feel like anybody's ready. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Lord Clayton, two dollars thing. I have to applaud the ref for helping them. The refs did a good job, but I mean, Tiffany and Roxanne looked. I mean, what was the plan B? It didn't look that it was certain that Indy was coming back out there yeah. tonight. So her yeah. her winning, given that, was actually a huge surprise. Because I here's what I assumed. I assumed at first that it was a work, and that's how they were going to justify her losing. Or that when she was out there, it was like, well, she was never intended to win, so this won't interfere. So when she came back out there injured, again, thought maybe this is a work, but they kept playing that replay. Yeah. I it thought, wasn't a work. That no, no, I know brutal well i thought she was gonna go for the pin on roxanne and tiffany was gonna pick the ankle up get her a submission move and win that way so indy winning this was i was surprised even regardless of the injury but with the injury shocking retention because i think yeah everyone did peg her to uh to lose tonight do what you know what what? i meant no 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 wait i didn't hear you sorry everyone (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to lose tonight. King Peg Rubenstein, like they said. <laughs> King Peg. Pegging baby. was big with jeans in the 80s and 90s. It was. That, I'm not saying it wasn't. Everybody was into pegging. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. Every, I actually everybody. didn't think India was going to win this. I, I thought that it might have been when she came back. I thought, okay, so this was a work. This is how they. Uh, yeah. But she clearly, the way, either she, she was like the greatest seller in the world, or no, she clearly was hobbled toward the end of that match. Yeah, I think she could end up having to drop this title. And actually, I think a tournament and a reset might not be the worst thing right now. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's now two back-to-back champions that you've done this with, though, because they took the title off Roxanne Perez. I know. She lost it. Now they're going to do the same thing with Indy. But you give us a Tiffany tournament. Tiffany didn't take the pin, too, by the way. I don't know if that's something to highlight. Yeah, but I think it's Roxanne important did. that Tiffany didn't take the pin Roxanne did. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you do a tournament, you put Sol Ruka in it, you put Wendy Chu in it, so you've got a mix of experience levels. Like, you see who the crowd reacts to, but I think right now more than anything, and maybe Indy, you know what, this, so if Indy doesn't have to drop it due to injury, this tonight for her story could be the best thing for her, overcoming that. Yeah. And getting the crowd uh, more behind her. Yeah. You know? But yeah, it was it was an odd main event. It was. I did like in the pinning Roxanne because she won it through a ladder. Roxanne had it before, so she yeah. got that pin on Roxanne. He does validate this title ring for her a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about this for a second. Scripps is Batman. <laughs> I missed this. I didn't see it. Oh my I god! I saw. It. They went full comic book, even with the handwriting and everything. They're they're really trying with the scripts. We had his real voice. I think he's going to unmask next week and drop this gimmick and just go back to God, being Reggie. So. <laughs> he's so talented and he's handsome and charismatic and this gimmick is the worst. Yeah, it's not a good... I mean, the production actually of this was not that bad. I mean, it's just that if we didn't see everything that we've already seen with scripts, it might have helped. Uh, but I really do hope he unmasks and he becomes something different. I mean, they're still trying with this character, but I think this is dead in the water. Speaking of dead in the water, we ah! ended the show, as we mentioned, with 
Uh, oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> Tony D and Stax looking out over the Gulf and saying, well, that was, we took care of that. It was pretty deadly. Let's go celebrate. And uh, the pan to the ocean where pretty deadly has been drowned. R.I.P. No, R.I.P. What we need to do is like draft them and they just show up to SmackDown or Raw like all wet. Yes, with sewage. Yeah. I really hope we yeah. get that. That would be incredible. <laughs> and they could pull it gear. off. They could Scuba actually gear. pull it off. That would be incredible. Yeah. yeah. They'll still slay, too, with all that. <laughs> I, I, I look forward to their career. I think the tag team division of the main roster could definitely use a little pretty deadly right now. And I love what they did in NXT. I'm excited to see what's next for them. Hopefully, they survive the water tonight. By the way, nothing has made me feel as old tonight as Roxanne's promo package and saying... I, when I when I was a child, like I grew up looking up to female wrestlers like Bailey. Oh, like, seriously! It's like really funny, right? Because uh, those are some of the people you said you started doing the podcast because of Becky, Bailey, yeah. the Four Horse Women, and now you're seeing like the picture that Cora tweeted. Like, look, I was just a little fed a few years ago with Bailey, and I'm yeah. like, how old are we? Like, yeah. when did our faves are becoming now the veterans? Like Charlotte, I still remember the day they got called up. Freaking Charlotte, Bailey, Becky are now veterans, and I'm like, God, I need Botox. I think, <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, like when when Izzy uh, gets signed and is at the Performance Center, like I should get social. That's security. what we'll know. Yeah, social security yeah. should just be given to me at that point. <laughs> I'll be old enough, but I'll feel ancient. Um, and you can just pull an Undertaker and just never retire. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, but overall, yeah, tonight. This show almost suffered from having such high expectations given what a role NXT's been on lately. It also suffered from putting the world title match and the Braun Breaker spot in the middle of the show. Yeah, I agree. And the matches, some of the matches were pretty sloppy. They weren't the best wrestling on this show. It very much felt like an NXT 2.0 show, to be honest. Yeah, the pacing of it was not weird. not good. Last week, the last couple of NXT 2.0s were really, really yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, like, at the beginning when it was, like, right. everybody's yeah. green and, you know, trying to figure it out. Yeah. So there you have it. Tomorrow night, Tony Khan has a major announcement. Of course he does. CM Punk's coming back. That's what it's going to be. Then you CM show. Punk is in an AEW parking lot. That's the announcement. He should have him outside selling mixtapes. <laughs> that would be incredible. I love it. Oh, my God. Um, so that's tomorrow. We'll be back Friday. First night of the draft on SmackDown. Yeah. And Can't wait. Tag team title rematch. So looking forward to that. Hey, everybody, follow Alfred at This Is Nasty. Follow Issa at NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with the one. I'm Acklin Rubenstein. If you like the show, leave us a review, a rating. Be sure to like, share, subscribe. We appreciate all your support, and we will catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.